As a mom, you wear a lot of hats, and sometimes it seems like you're going in a million directions at once. At the 29-Minute Mom, we want to give you the tools to bring it all under control and reach your highest potential. If you give us a few minutes, we'll help you find those extra hours you need every week to achieve balance and satisfaction in everything you're trying to get done. The 29-Minute Mom. It's time just for you. And now, here's your host, life's organization expert, author and coach, Jennifer Ford Berry. This is Jennifer Fordberry back again with another episode of the 29 Minute Mom, where we know every minute of your busy day counts. And today I'm excited to have a mom of five and author, Marielle Melling, with me today. So welcome to the show, Marielle. Thank you, Jennifer. I'm excited to be here. Yes, I think this is the perfect timing um, for this episode. We're going to talk about all sorts of stuff related to motherhood, and then we're going to get into some fun tips and tricks for uh, avoiding some holiday stress because we're right around the corner from that fun time. So um, I just want to go ahead and let everybody know uh, before that, before you share your story that you have a book out right now called Peace, um, Peace Admits the Mayhem. Is that right? Yes. Okay. So um, what we really want to focus on today is just kind of sharing your, your insight of how you found peace in the midst of motherhood, especially in the midst of five kids. And, you know, I just want you to share with the audience kind of my favorite part of the show is how did you get to where you are today and what you're doing? Yes, thank you. So I usually, when I'm talking about peace, I go back to a couple of years ago, which was a really crazy, crazy time in our lives. And at the time we had four kids, I was actually working four part-time jobs. My husband was working absurd hours away from home. He was never, never home really. And then I, we had five. <laughs> and um, with that, along with just being busy, we had some family challenges that we were facing, some big ones at the time. And with all of that, it dawned on me that I was somehow feeling this great amount of peace. And I thought, you know, this isn't how it's supposed to work. Like if anybody from the outside was looking at my life right now, they're thinking, how is that even possible? And I started digging into things and I saw um, a dear friend who had just recently become a widow and she was experiencing this piece and a mother who a single mom, her husband had left her and they had a tornado and it took out her home and she was experiencing this piece. And just all of these examples and these people that I was seeing, peace has nothing to do with what's going on outside of us. And it has everything to do with what is going on inside of us. And I started to really dig into where does that peace come from? And I am like simplifying parenthood is kind of my motto. And so I love to take things to like the simplest version possible. <laughs> so when it came, comes to peace, what I learned is inner peace is a, a harmony between what we're feeling, what we want, and what we're doing. And the highest level of that harmony comes when it is centered on love. And that's nothing new, right? Mm -hmm. um, the two great commandments, love God, love your neighbor. Like mm -hmm. our studies, the longest study about health and human happiness, they found what is the best measurement of health and happiness is our relationships. So 
this idea of love is nothing new, but when it's really simply put, inner peace comes when we are feeling completely loved and loving completely other, others completely. That's pretty simple. And that's something that we can aim for. And then we are looking for tools. Well, how do I actually do that? Because love in real life is messy, right? <laughs> like, it's hard to not yell at the kids and it's hard to actually forgive and, and all these other things that, that come up in life. So then we go into like the habits and the tools that really bring that love and make it a part of who we are. I love that. And I, I think that right now, that's such a good point to focus on because everybody's focusing on things they cannot control and it's making, you know, us feel a lot of fear and anxiety and unease. But the thing that we can focus on, no matter where you are, who you're listening, you know, where you're listening, where you're at in your life today is you can focus on loving the people that God placed into your life more um, and trying to achieve peace. Um, if we can achieve peace this year, Marielle, in the midst of the chaos, we can do it anytime in our life. Anytime. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it would be a really, a really um, great thing if in 2021, we said the one big lesson we learned in 2020 was how to maintain peace in the midst of chaos, pure and utter chaos. Yeah. So I love this yeah. message. I'd love to share one story. When um, this friend that I mentioned, her husband was battling cancer for years and we found out he was going on hospice. And I was with my son in the car and we were driving and I just started crying and he said, mom, what's wrong? And I told him what was happening. And he said, mom, why didn't the prayers work? And he was young at the time. and and so it really a quick answer worked for him, but I started just thinking, you know, what do I say when he's older and has like more follow-up questions with that? And how do we answer that for everybody who feels like the prayers aren't working? And for myself, when, when life is hard and things aren't working out the way that I hoped or planned. And a little bit after that, we went to visit this family. And as, as we were there, I had this really deep feeling, the prayers are working. Here is this couple, three beautiful children, and his body is physically falling apart, but they are loving each other. Mm -hmm. They were laughing. They were feeling peace, even knowing that he was going to pass away soon. Mm -hmm. And then at the funeral, not too long after that, I hadn't had this conversation with my friend, but at the funeral, she wasn't supposed to speak, but at the end, she felt the need to, to speak. So she got up and you know, through her tears, she said, you know what, I just feel like I need to say, and my husband would want me to say, prayers were answered. Mm. And I think sometimes we think that, that peace will come when our prayers answered the way we think. Mm -hmm. But God says, you know what, I am going to give you peace, but I'm not going to give it the way the world gives it. Cancer might not go away. The pandemic might not go away. The job that you've been working so hard for might not work out but I am still going to give you this peace. And what I'm asking you to do is love me and love others. Mm -hmm. So simple, but so powerful, right? Yeah. And I mean, when you're saying that story, it just, that's one thing that keeps coming to my mind is peace really just comes from God. It doesn't come yeah. from anything else. It's yeah. And we have to be open to that. Yes. We have to, and don't feel guilty about it, right? Because a lot of times when people are going through hard things in life, if they, if they were to say, well, I feel peace when my husband's dying, 
they feel guilty. Like they shouldn't feel that way, but peace is a mm-hmm. gift from God. Um, mm-hmm. And you don't have, you don't decide when somebody's going to give you a gift. You just accept it or you don't. Right. 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 Yeah. So very, very cool. Um, so go ahead and just tell us real quick, how, what are the ages of your five kids? Um, so the, we're in birthday season. Everybody's about to, about to be different. So within the next three weeks, we'll have 13, 11, 9, 4, 2. Okay. So just to give, you know, the listeners kind of uh, insight on where you're at in motherhood. So five between the ages of 13 and two can be very messy. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yes. Um, what are some of the things like some of the routines you've implemented or systems or tricks or tips or whatever you can share with those moms that are at that point in life where they have small children, there's a lot going on. Um, and they're just some of those days they think it's, it's always going to be this way. Right. Um, me knowing, you know, I've, my kids are older, so I have an 18 and 15 year old. I know it get you can get through it um, yes. and you're going to miss it when it's gone. Yeah. But those women that are listening that really need concrete, um, strategies, what would you say to them? Awesome. So number one, I would say a daily personal quiet time. Mm-hmm. And I know if you haven't done this before, it's like, I don't have time for that. I can't even pee alone. Like that is not yeah. possible right now. Um, but it is. So I remember that crazy, crazy time when my husband wasn't even there, you can make it happen in any season. And once it, you get in the habit of it, you will see how magical it is. <laughs> um, and during that personal daily quiet time, that's your time for personal worship, for prayer, for expressing gratitude, for connecting and saying, you know, how am I loving? What do my children really need for me, um, from me right now? I have a little acronym that I, I love to teach where we take something that is blocking the love that we're feeling or the love that we're giving. Maybe it's a a um, specific habit or behavior maybe we haven't forgiven somebody fully or you know we have pride around something our kids are doing or whatever it is and um, it's a b c d e so a first we become aware of it and this is something i do during my personal quiet time if something comes up i become aware of it and i and i say hey this is happening um usually that some it takes somebody else to help me recognize that either the spirit or you know somebody <laughs> says something yeah. or you hear something and you're like oh that is a problem for me yeah and then b and this is the one i find we often um skip but we look at the benefits what am i getting from holding on to this so for example with like resentment what is the benefit of holding on to that resentment why does my subconscious like it right and oftentimes it's protecting me if I am holding that grudge, I'm feeling like I'm going to be protected. I'm not going to let somebody hurt me that way again. Mm-hmm. Um, or we feel like we're doing something to solve the problem at least, or whatever that might be. But we have to look at the benefits that we're getting from it. And then see, we're looking at the consequences. And those are the negative consequences since we just looked at the positive benefits. Yeah. Of what is this actually doing to my life? How is it affecting my peace? How is it affecting my kids? How is it affecting the other people that I'm with? And um, then D is decide, is there a better way, Mm -hmm. right? What is the more loving alternative? And when we really get down to it in this resentment example, it's that forgiveness. And maybe if it's a big one, I think with parents is control, right? Deciding to let go of control because we can't control our kids as much as we want to. (laughs) And then E is embracing that loving option. And so like with control, instead of control, I'm embracing influence. 
How can I influence my children for good? How can I teach them and be an example rather than trying to dictate or control their behavior? So that's something that we can work through in that quiet time. Um, and it's also a chance to, to deep breathe, to <laughs> just like take that moment and reset for the day. And um, as I said, it, it is magical. So if you haven't been doing that, do it. Like let the kids, I don't care if the screen's gotta watch them for 20 minutes or wake up 20 minutes early. Um, when you make it a priority and do it, you'll, you'll love it. So true. I mean, and it's basically, you're just like you're putting gasoline in your car, you're fueling yourself, you're giving mm -hmm. yourself that quiet time to kind of decide where you want to drive the day to do, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. do I want to come from a place of love? Or do I want to come from a place of unforgiveness? Do I want to come from a place of I'm stressed out? So that means I'm going to be, you know, quick to snap? Or do I want to come from a place of patience? Um, yes. So yeah, when we get up and just run into the day without taking time to decide we aren't in control yeah so yeah. it's a great way to be be in control of yourself mm -hmm. <laughs> right yeah honestly i always yourself. say that the hardest part of parenting actually has nothing to do with the kids yeah <laughs> right i mean you think about it right like the kid has the tantrum and and sometimes we handle it like a box like we're so calm and we're so patient and yeah we realize that's just a kid's stage and we're fine. And then sometimes they have a tantrum and it is like full on adult meltdown mode. Yes. And it really, it doesn't have to do with the kid, right? It's okay. what's going on inside of me. <laughs> I find that parenting is part of your growth process that, you know, God intended. I mean, it basically is pushing all of your limits, pushing you to become the best version of yourself, um, seeing your flaws, um, wanting to fix your flaws so your kids don't emulate those flaws. It's absolutely an amazing growth process. It really Yeah, is. it's very refining. Yeah, and it's very interesting too because when you are in the middle of parenting, you can choose how to parent. You don't have to parent the exact way your parents parented you. You can, if you take these, this, you know, these opportunities to have quiet time and really create a vision for your life and your parenting, you can grow deeper into your best self and then become a better parent because of that. Um, yeah. And that's why the quiet time is so important because if you don't do that, you're kind of just going along with what you've always known and other examples you've seen. And that might mm -hmm. not be the best example for your kids. So yeah, yeah it's yeah. really cool. We can also bring ourselves back to that throughout the day, right? So, and I know like at one stage, the only quiet time I could get was after the kids were in bed. And so my quiet time came at the end of the day. So just right off the bat, it, it's a quick prayer or a quick thought. Um, I have a mindfulness practice that I, I love. And it's just when I start feeling um, like I'm losing patience or, you know, I'm about to ask for the hundredth time, just put away the toys. Mm -hmm. um, and I, it's, I call it the butt principle. So I, I acknowledge what I, what I'm feeling. I, tell myself, deep breathe a couple times. And I take that moment to feel it and say, okay, I am feeling frustrated right now. I am feeling um, ignored right now. I am feeling like nobody appreciates me right now, <laughs> whatever that might be. Usual. And then I, and then enters the butt. And my mom always said this, she said, butt means bottom underlying truth. And so I say, I am feeling super frustrated right now, but bottom underlying truth is I love my child. And so I am going to choose to move forward in this moment with patience or with, you know, an understanding that 
you know, they're trying their best or they're just kids and they're going to learn eventually or whatever it is, but bringing it back to that, but the bottom underlying truth is I love my child. I love and that. I, that helps me refocus throughout, throughout the day and all those little moments that, that are coming up all the time. So good. So a lot of what you're saying is, you know, how you find your peace is the mindfulness part of this is the stopping mm-hmm. from a busy schedule and taking a few minutes and it doesn't take very long. So anybody can do this and it's, yeah. it might feel uncomfortable at first. It might feel like you don't have time. Um, but like you said, it becomes magical and it becomes yeah. something that you probably crave. I don't know how, I mean, I have done my morning devotionals for years. Um, and I just feel like the days that I hurry out and don't do it are the worst days. Yeah. Um, I'm just not set. I'm not set in the right frame of mind. So very well, and time is such a weird thing too, right? It's almost like when we, when we come into the day with this kind of energy and this kind of focus, we almost have more time. Yeah. <laughs> like we're able to get more done and we're able to enjoy doing it. And our kids respond better to us because we're throwing this energy at them that is positive. And um, true. It, we really don't have time not to do it. Exactly. We're being so, You know, a lot of times moms get really stressed. We're going to go into the holiday season really soon here. Um, and that means more responsibilities are put onto our already busy plates. Um, in our minds, we want to be a Hallmark movie and be sipping hot cocoa by the <laughs> fireplace. And we're so peaceful and happy. Um, but I think that that's possible if you have real realistic expectations, number one, and you plan ahead. So how do you um, kind of avoid that holiday stress and anxiety and just the extra messiness? Yeah, the holidays are, are awesome. They really magnify everything, right? <laughs> magnify the stress, they magnify the magic, they, yeah. all of that. So <laughs> Uh, one really, I find really important thing is to be really clear about our purpose and intention for the season. And something that gets in the way of that is perfectionism, right? And is really stressing about the details and stressing about um, the, I guess I would say the details. <laughs> and so it's bringing it back to that, but, but the underlying purpose here is that I want to have a season that is connected with those I love that is celebrating, you know, gratitude and the savior and, and these, that underlying purpose of what we're trying to do. Mm -hmm. So, um, going into it, I think it's really important to have that clear intention and then bring ourselves back to it. When we find ourselves stressing about the details, I like to just stop and say, why, okay, why, why am I serving this meal? Right. Is it really so that everybody can ooh and ah over how great of a cook I am, which I'm, I'm not. (laughs) <laughs> so that's not ever my intention, but you know, sometimes we get wrapped up in that or, um, is it really to win the neighborhood decoration contest yeah. or, you know, sometimes we just get wrapped up in it and we forget and gifts are a big one. Like is the purpose really to make sure that everybody gets 10 gifts or is it to show, Hey, I love you. And I understand, you know, what you enjoy. And I want to, I want to share this moment with you. Yeah. So just bring it back to the purpose in the moment and then like you said, um, planning, I think the best way to avoid stress planning wise is to start early and just break it down really small. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, you know, plan like your life depends on it and then be willing to let go Mm -hmm. and say, you know, if it doesn't go according to plan, 
are we still loving each other? Are we still, I mean, it sounds like I'm always saying the same thing, but it really does come back to that. Yeah. And sometimes we, we lose touch. No, I love that you're reminding everybody of that. Um, and I think this year, you know, we're going to have to feel that love more than ever. So really, really important. And we might have to celebrate differently. I mean, personally, I'm not going to, but a lot of people are going to choose that path. And, um, this might be a year to change some things that you've always felt obligated to do that you're kind of tired of doing and mm -hmm. make new traditions for you and your kids. So, yeah, I think, I think this year too, we have an opportunity. I think there's going to be people who are um, hurting this year, mm -hmm. whether it's financially or because they can't celebrate with a loved one, or maybe they've lost a loved one to COVID recently or, you know, whatever the situation might be. I know, I feel like there's this, um, kind of the collective grief in a lot of ways and we have an opportunity to reach out to others and to serve them through this time and to just be there right and listen and let them um, work through whatever grief or sorrow that they have with us as a as a safe space love it love it and it's free yep you to serve right yeah anybody can do it i love this these are all such tangible um ideas marielle i really appreciate that you have just kind of made it simple reminded the moms listening that what's really really important but also given them tangible things to take away with so i think it's really awesome i'm so glad that you came on the show and right. um i just wish that you know your pray for happiness and health for your family this year and throughout the holiday season and um to all the moms that are watching and listening today. We really appreciate you. So thanks for being on the show. Thank you for having how me. I, how can everybody find you? Oh, great. So uh, my hub is my website. That's www.lovin, L-O-V-I-N, life with littles. And then I'm also on Instagram and Facebook at that same handle. Okay. And what about your book, which is again, once again, my book, yeah, is yeah. Peace Amidst the Mayhem. It is available on Amazon or Barnes and Noble online and most places online. If you just Google that or, or my name, it should come up. Yeah. Might be a great gift idea. For the, yeah. The yeah. Especially, yeah. It came out last year and, you know, I keep saying like, I had no idea the mayhem 2020 would bring. <laughs> right? Got it, right? It's God. God knew. God put it in my heart and got it out in this timing. So hopefully it, it serves people this year too. Yes. Yes. Well, best wishes for that book to succeed. Thank um, you. Well, yeah. Do you plan on writing more books? I do. Yeah. I've got lots in the works and haven't decided exactly which way to go with it yet. I'm focusing a lot on coaching too right now. So yeah. Lots of, lots of ways to try and share the message. Absolutely. And the world needs it. So keep up the good work. Thank you. All right. Thank you for joining us. Have a great day. Thanks to everybody listening to another episode of the 20 minute, 29 minute mom. If you like the show, um, make sure you comment. We need all the comments and reviews that we can get to boost this podcast up to the next level. So we really appreciate your feedback and we'll be back again next week.